an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is a transformative time for Black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Greetings. Welcome in week 11 of your National Football League. It's already underway. We'll review the happenings of Thursday night. We'll talk about the college football slate and, well, a guy who has a giant contract in the offing and then got smacked around as long as the signatures, right? Doc, you sign. Don't you get those ads all the time? I sure as hell do. Make sure that was all accounted for uh, before that result. Uh, come on in, have a cup of coffee, walk the dog, go to services, uh, back from services, whatever you're doing on a Sunday morning. Thanks for being part of the extended family. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. You see him Amazon on Thursday nights alongside Daniel Jeremiah and Joy Taylor. Fox Sports Digital, hanging with Colin Cowherd, mentoring across the great Southern California area, and then comes in and hangs out with me for a couple <laughs> couple hours on a Sunday, dropping wisdom. I mean, that's like on the, on the mm. totem pole, but kind of kind of low. I mean, it's it's the short squat shoulders that help prop up the rest of it. Uh, at Bucky Brooks, where you find him on Twitter. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. I'm good. It's another football Sunday. It's a Sunday fun day, so it's always fantastic. We got some good matchups on the horizon. Some marquee games. Had some good college games. Well. Hold up. I won't say good college games. <laughs> Hold up. I like some, the way you did that. We had, we had some games involving top talent um, this weekend. So it's good. It's good. I'm looking forward to it. Some chaos uh, atop the rankings for sure. Oregon with the not only a loss, they got handled 
mm. mightily. Mm. Uh, never in doubt uh, as that one just got uglier. And, uglier, and that became a, hey, I'll, I'll check in on it later. Utah 38-7, uh, your final number 23, Utes at home, take care of business. Uh, I, I alluded to it at the beginning. We talked a lot over the course of the week, Bucky, about uh, Mel Tucker and that $95 million contract. Ooh. What's real? What's imagined? Mm-hmm. Where's the money coming from? We did all of that due diligence, right? You got a couple of guys that are spearheading this mm-hmm. this process to make sure that Michigan State, because they've beaten Michigan mm-hmm. two years in a row and things are on the upswing with Mel Tucker, said, no, he's not going to get poached. And as a guy who's already moved once, we saw that, yeah. right, as he came mm-hmm. to Michigan State uh, after one year in Colorado that perhaps he would leave. Well, the Buckeyes said, well, that's a lot of noise. It's a lot of love for Michigan State this week. Let's go out and uh, let's go handle that. Now, shall we? 56-7, your final. Uh, and I don't know about you, but my favorite meme on the Internet comes from The Simpsons. <laughs> stop stop he's already dead when uh crusty goes to clown college and, yeah. and he's gonna help uh sell a bunch of crusty burgers and then well he he beats the little hamburger dude uh <laughs> and the kids are crying that's kind of what we saw yesterday with michigan state yeah no nah, look it was it, it was a lopsided matchup and you saw it from the the get-go um ohio state cj stroud that talented trio wide receivers that Ohio State has. They are up and down the field, big play after big play after big play. And they're just on a different level. And I will say this about Ohio State, particularly Ohio State team that lost to Oregon. They uh, have improved since that early season loss to Oregon. And so now when you look at them, they are squarely in the mix. I mean, they are squarely a top four team. And you can see a scenario with, whether they take on Georgia, Alabama, or whatever. They might be good enough to be the last team standing. And we know we're going to see Georgia and Alabama again. Uh, they they will face each other. Uh, so we will have the mm-hmm. the battle that will uh, knock somebody out of these uh, ranks. So it, it's it's fun theoretical, still working through it, obviously. Uh, folks getting a little bit excited about well, if you're going to get Cincinnati up there and they've got their one win, which looks like more and more quality with what mm-hmm. Notre Dame's done, they're kind of sneaking around the chicken coop uh, would be how I would describe Notre Dame and all of this. Uh, pretty quiet. I mean, only one more game uh, against Stanford, so they're not, not exactly a world beater. But, hey, they've beaten a couple of top teams, so maybe there's a little more respect on that than there would be otherwise. Uh, but you've got the uh, the Roadrunners down at number 20. <laughs> 22. Hey, we're undefeated too. Talk about us. Yeah, look, I, I understand it. I respect the job that they've done down there. They are undefeated. But man, they they win a lot of nip and tuck affairs. And if they're going to be one of the teams that gets into the mix, they may have to be far more impressive than that to do it. And you have another team up there. You talk about the Cincinnati Bearcats who have been stretching and clawing and trying to get some notoriety and trying to get enough respect and recognition to be in the mix. Uh, I think the Roadrunners have they got to worry about climbing over Cincinnati before they can get into the conversation. Yeah, no, I, I just wanted to include them because they're an unbeaten team down in the mm-hmm. in the twenties. So it's just the hey, raise, raise the hand because they need some national radio recognition, mm-hmm. and why not do it first thing on a Sunday morning? Here's your minute, uh, Roadrunners. Well, we <laughs> love you, uh, and the Bearcats. 
you know, they finally actually have uh, some separation in a game. Yeah. It's been a minute. <laughs> some it has. They little took, scares. They and... did. They took, they took SMU to the shed a little bit, beat up on them pretty good. Desmond Ritter had an outstanding game. Uh, continues to kind of show why people are beginning to get excited about his potential NFL prospects. But this is a really, really good team. Luke Fickle has done a great job putting them in the mix. And so here we go. Conversation is going to be interesting. Can't wait to see what is revealed this week when we talk about the top Top six teams, the top six seeds, who's going to be in and all that other stuff is always fascinating. Always fun, especially uh, with that Oregon loss to see how that flows. Uh, we turn our attention back uh, Thursday night football. Obviously, it's a mm-hmm. one-sided conversation other than the is Matt Ryan done, which I think you and I had talked before the season that we were trending that way. And now mm-hmm. it, it just looks like a guy who's lost yeah, uh, and has lost the will to fight. <laughs> is, the, is the large thing in that game. I mean, look, a couple games in a row where they're just getting absolutely manhandled. We knew the defense wasn't much coming in. Calvin Ridley being away is an issue, uh, quite obviously. And again, hoping he's he's finding you know what he needs a- away from the team. But Kyle Pitts was supposed to be that guy, no matter what kind of coverage you would be able to find him to make big plays, not there. The Julio Jones gone. Not that he's been a huge factor in Tennessee because he can't stay on the field, but there's nothing there offensively. And you saw new England while it wasn't the excellence of execution, it still comes away. I I like that. Bill Belichick was mad about it. Uh, They win 25, nothing. And you would have thought, you know, they squeaked out a, a field goal game. Yeah, I I think the the big thing about um, the Patriots and the Patriots conversation and what Bill Belichick does is typically the better his team plays, the harder he is on them. The worse his team plays, the more he spends his time in trying to build them up and letting them know that they can be pretty good. I think they've gotten to the point now where I think we all can kind of see that this is a pretty good team that's kind of rounded into form. And a lot of the conversation has been around Mac Jones. And Mac Jones has been really solid. I think some of it has been overblown. He's been a very solid performer for them in this offense, and the numbers look great at first glance. But when you dig a little deeper, they're doing some things to really make it very, very easy for the young quarterback to have success. And this is a team that is built on the defense, the running game, and then Mac Jones just making a handful of plays. Um, I believe that this is a team that looks eerily similar to the early 2000s versions of the Patriots when the evil empire started, mm-hmm. when they were able to kind of beat people with a, it seemed like a bunch of no names, particularly on offense, a quarterback that no one knew, a six round pick from Michigan and Tom Brady, but it was the defense with Billy McGinnis and Ted Bruschi and all those other guys, those old crusty veterans on that side, kind of whooping up on people. That's what I see from this team now. Well, it's funny because people make it about the, the comparison to Brady. It's like, no, 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 as a whole team, the way they mm-hmm. built it. Right, because yeah. everybody gets nervous because they don't want to, you know, upset the altar of Tom Brady, which is yeah. some people, and then some folks are always trying to chip away at the stone and knock it down. Either way, either way, but the way this team's constructed, and and we we talked about it coming into the season. The, if you just looked at what Bill mm-hmm. Belichick did with that squad last year, with mm-hmm. all the opt outs mm-hmm. on defense, Cam Newton, who was coming off a big surgery, and with no talent on the outside, no, no money spent. They still went seven and nine. Yeah. Now, is that something to write home about? No, but to me, I, I argued it was one of his better coaching jobs he ever did because you basically had to play a shell game the entire season. I think I think there's an old saying: you got blood from a turnip. 
That's, that's, that what was, that's what he was doing. about right. That's, that's what he was doing. So butter butter year, from you, a duck. All of, all those things. He he was able to do it. He was able to extract stuff that you wouldn't normally expect to see from a team like that. Because when you looked at a team last year, they didn't have anything, but they were still able to be in a ton of games. And if not for an unfaithful bounce here or there, that was a team that was going to have a winning record despite all of the issues that they had with eight COVID opt-outs and not having everybody and a quarterback that missed – time it wasn't the same after he he dealt with COVID to now have an upgrade because they spent a lot of money in the offseason upgrading the defense a lot of veterans came over even at the wide receiver position you go and you get your offensive line back you upgrade that Trent Brown comes over you get a quarterback that you feel like um, can operate within the system and thrive and that is what Mac Jones is Mac Jones is the perfect distributor in this offense and when we make these comparisons it's not a knock to Tom Brady or to Mac Jones, but if you go back, I know everyone likes to romanticize what Tom Brady is and what he always has been. But go back and look at how he played the first five, six years right. in the league. His job was to be a careful distributor, play winning football, meaning not turn it over, make sure they got in and out the huddle, did the right things, and they allowed the team to win. If you go back and you chronicle how the Patriots used to win back then, a lot of three and seven point wins. A lot of games that were done at the wire, which is why we celebrate Adam Vinatieri, because to play the way that they played, they needed a knockdown nails kicker, and that's what they had. And they're back to being able to play that way. Because remember, this Atlanta Falcons team that we're celebrating the Patriots whooping, they beat them 25-0. The week before, the Dallas Cowboys ran them out the building 43-3. Yeah. And so that's the thing. We're celebrating like, oh, man, they just did it. 25-0, but it was a 19-0 until the backups but, came in throwing pick sixes. But then it was a Thursday night standalone game. Yeah. And so what's everybody your narrative saw it. on a, everybody on a Friday saw it. morning? Yeah, Because we talked about it. that as it went on. It's like it's Nick Folk has to take on the Adam Vinatieri role mm-hmm. as, this, as this season rolls on. So he's going to have to be nailed. And you saw the one time Jones did get greedy, he got picked. Oh, yeah. Right? He, I made, mean, that everything... great, he made that great throw to Hunter Henry. And then he saw Johnny go out, and he's got three guys on him, and, and, and Terrell gets his opportunity. But that was the only plus so, twenty so, yard error. So here's the thing: when, the day. and when you get there, because I know your normal partner, Jason Smith, Jets fan, Jace devotee, um, is he off that Mike White thing? Is he off that now? I, I think I've successfully. Uh, he's off that. He's yeah, off. Yeah, he's, he's I've off, taken him into yeah, some he's, therapy, he's off, and I think we've moved okay, that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Mike White. I, although, did. although we got to talk about what they're doing today, because. <laughs> I've no watched logical. a lot of football. I've been around uh, the block a few times. What they're doing today makes no sense. So here, here's the thing. When when you're watching the Patriots with, with him and y'all have that discussion, just tell him to, on a piece of paper when Mac Jones is playing, just count the number of out routes and running back swings and checkdowns that the Patriots are doing. And you will be amazed at how many routes that he's completing at five yards or fewer. Yeah. It is the ultimate paper cut offense. They are nicking and cutting. Then you look down there and you're like dripped in a pool of blood off paper cuts because there is nothing vertical about their offense. And I just wonder, because this is the way the 2000s version played, I just wonder how long are they going to be able to get away with this when they begin to play these elite teams over the next month of the season? Five-game win streak, decided margin of victory, Mm -hmm. right? Defense playing well. Judon, a guy. Mm -hmm. Like normally it goes the other – like just Baltimore's the same way, right? All right, we get rid of a guy. He's probably – yeah. At his expiration date, or it's probably just yeah. passed, kind of like you test your milk 
before you pour it into anything. Yeah, yeah same thing uh, as New England has done all these years. But what's funny is my my partner, Jason Smith, uh, in the evenings here on Fox Sports Radio, for those unaware, um, he had actually picked the Patriots to go to the AFC title game before the season. Oh, good. So he now mm. he now he's gonna crow about that, even though you know trying to explain to him, you know, I mean, it's not, <laughs> and, and it's fight not, a little bit it's not, how it's this not, is it's not a bad thing because the reason why the Patriots have a chance is because on defense they can put a blanket on every offense. The way that they are playing right now with those veteran players, they can they're the ultimate chameleon. Each and every week, you don't know what they're going to show up and throw at you. Sometimes it's man-heavy week. Next time it's zone-heavy week. Sometimes they pressure. Sometimes they sit back in coverage. They are confounding, and you never know what you're going to face, and that is problematic for teams trying to come out there and say, hey, man, we're going to do what we do, but we don't know what they're going to do. And so because they can keep the score down, it allows them to play a certain way. And with the league becoming increasingly smaller on defense, they decide that they want to go play 80s football, big backs, running at you, power football. The league zigs, old Bill Belichick zags. And oh, so you, bring, you got Bolden, you got Stevenson, just, uh, and you've got uh, uh, Damian Harris. So you got the, the everybody just else, like back in 2000. Yeah, everybody else is trying to hit the speed bag. When you deal with the Patriots, you got to pick the heavy bag. Did you say that because Rocky Three has started in front it of is. us? Yeah. It is. How uh, about we're that? We're going to celebrate Clubber Lang uh, and, of course, Paulie, one of the greatest characters I think I might write a book about Paulie at some point. <laughs> See if I can hook, hook up and, and talk to Burt Young a little bit. All right. Our our job here for the rest of the show, we're going to go through the games of Week 11 in earnest, get you some of the injury information, some fantasy nuggets along the way. If you have sit starts, get them in at Swollen Dome. We're going to try to do those rapid fire right after the show ends. Why? Because I'm on a bird going east. I finally get to see my family again. Pretty fired up about that. Uh, and obviously keeping apprised of Bears and Ravens while in the air and my family and friends torment me uh, as we go. At Bucky Brooks, where you find them on Twitter, find me over at Swollen Dome. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. Coming up next, team that has won three in a row. People jumping back on the wagon. But should they? We'll do that next here on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton, is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to win. Not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio's Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks, our team fully assembled. Nick Battaglia, his final run with us here on Sunday mornings. Chris Perfett, our technical producer at Chris Perfett, Pride of Detroit, also where you can read him. And, of course, Isaac Lowenkron over on the update desk. We'll hear from Ilo as injury notes are starting to flow through here on a Sunday morning as we go. But as we do, Bucky, it's time to kick it off, and let's do it with a real doozy. Cowboys versus Chiefs. All right, 56 is your over-under for this one. Uh, Expecting some fireworks, I think, is the kind way to do it. Kansas City, two and a half or three, depending on where you're looking. There's no Amari Cooper. He's in COVID protocol for the Cowboys. Also going to miss Tyron Smith on that offensive line for the Chiefs. uh, The return of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I make note of it because, look, fantasy owners, you're going to get suckered into trying to play him. I think it's a fool's errand. I'm not going anywhere near that. Daryl Williams is still my guy. Uh, if You've seen how much more effective he has been. Chiefs winners of three straight, but they are still the third worst team in terms of turnover differential. 12 takeaways, 20 giveaways. Only Jacksonville and the New York football Jets are worse. We saw... Dallas rebound from that Denver game with a win over Atlanta. I don't know what it means, except congratulations on a job (laughs) done to steal from Seinfeld. Zeke, just three 100-yard games on the season. Kansas City, you say, ah, the defense has gotten better. Defense hasn't really played anybody. 
Uh, you saw the Giants. You saw the Jordan Love-led Cow- uh, Packers. And then the Vegas Raiders, who are, well, it's the second half of the season, so we just assume they're not going to be any good. And we'll get to them uh, in full later. But, I mean, what are the Chiefs at this point, Bucky? <laughs> you know, look, I, I, I think the Chiefs are a solid team. I think they're trending in the right way, and you want to see um, how they stack up against the Cowboys. I think this is a bigger game for the Cowboys, though. Even though we can talk about the Chiefs getting back on track, the Cowboys are trying to make a statement. If the Cowboys are truly Super Bowl champs, they should be able to go on the road and knock off the Chiefs. Because remember, no matter what we think, the Chiefs have been to the last two Super Bowls. They've been to three straight championship games. They are a team that is still viewed as the gold standard when it comes to contenders. The Cowboys can go on the road, particularly without Amari Cooper. And win this, oh, then we got to make all the hype is real. Well, and still trying to fight in what is a crowded top of the NFC, looking to see if they can get that lone uh, buy in the playoffs, right, at 7-2. and two. It's that huge. Is, that is potentially there. Kansas City's just that team that, as, as we've talked about the last couple of weeks, as people had all the jokes that they could and tried to grab on to any of the comedians from Kansas City, because there's a lot of them in television and film, mm-hmm. to say, you know, take jokes and, and throw shade at them. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is you don't want them in the dance. No. Right? You, no. you had to try to get your knockout blows as you can, because if they get invited... They may just take it over. Yeah, if they get into the if they get into the party, you don't want to have to deal with them. And so that's why you want them dispatched very, very early. Because if it if it's a situation where you can knock them out, you want them knocked out. But I think two things can happen and both can be true. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are rounding in the form and they're going to be one of the last teams that we talk about in the end. But I also think the Cowboys can knock them off. And so I think this could be a situation where the Cowboys win, but we still feel better about the Chiefs going forward because they look like they're still the cream of the division. And that's all they need. All they need to do is win the division. They get into the dance. And then once you get into the tournament, it all resets. And then it's about who can win three or four games in a row. Dan Quinn and company. The defense is where I'm looking at this, trying to control Patrick Mahomes, ex- the explosive plays. And, and we get to see what Diggs truly is tested, trying to keep up oh, with the yeah. cheetah all night long. Oh, it's a problem. It's going to be a problem. It is a lot. It's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be teams, tough. teams, when they've gone at him, they've been able to get him. The teams have been able to get him. They've been able to kind of find him. I'm not necessarily saying he's a Waldo-like, but he giveth <laughs> and then he taketh away. It's just a matter of which one happens first. Does he give it up or does he take it away first and how does it impact the game? But, yes, Trevon Diggs is going to need to be on his game because – Tyreek Hill and that crew, they certainly are dangerous. All right, so what are you thinking? Dallas getting two and a half on the road at Kansas City. I think the Cowboys are real, so give me the Cowboys. I believe the Cowboys are going to find a way to get it done. This is a statement game. After this, the Cowboys going to road and do this. We're going to have to talk about them as the best team in the NFC. I dig that. I'm going the other way. Why I like chaos and Kansas City winning. We'll have a lot. Look, while there's some folks I really don't want to hear it out of their mouth if they win the game, let's call it what it is. Uh, the other side is more fun. If the chaos theory happens, Dallas loses and KC's back in the mix. I'm looking for Mahomes to make some big plays against that secondary. Okay. Here's one I could read for 15 minutes injuries, Bucky. Mm. Next! Ravens versus Bears. Yeah, there we go. Bears with a very long list of guys expected to uh, miss this one. Akeem Hicks is out. Khalil Mack was placed on injured reserve. They brought in Bruce Irvin. You want a good laugh? Go just read all the mentions after that signing was announced. (laughs) 
because it was before they'd made the move with Khalil Mack. Yeah. So you knew that was coming. So you tie those two together and say Bruce Irvin. Yeah. You talk about Waldo. Oh, he's been everywhere. Yeah, he's exactly. Been everywhere. He's. I can't say he's necessarily a linchpin to a top defense, but he's been everywhere. And so you don't have Khalil Mack. You lose Khalil Mack. You, you're sitting here in Chicago and you're trying to figure out how defensively they can get it done. But you're excited about the quarterback. Well, but on the other side, right, and, and we'll get to the Justin Fields part in a moment, Lamar Jackson, 50-50, mm-hmm. non-COVID. The fact that they have to put sick. that big blinking letters just saying, hey, he's, he's sick. sick, but he's it's sick. not COVID because he's had COVID a couple of times already, so that comes up. Marquise Brown not going to play. By far his leading target. You go through the numbers. He's got 82 targets on the year. Next leading target, man is the tight end Andrews and then it goes all the way down to 35 for Sammy Watkins and we know what that running back situation is they get Latavius Murray back here Uh, he's been the leader in the clubhouse Uh, he's got 212 yards on 59 carries uh, to this point Uh, but you're looking at the Ravens giving up 40 passes of at least 20 yards. The Bears have given up at 29 of at least 20 it's about, yards. It's about big plays. So it's, can you stay up right in the pocket long enough to make the big play? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the key for both of them. And I think, it, look, the Ravens are a different team if Lamar Jackson is available. I like Tyler Huntley, but it's a different deal because Lamar Jackson does so much of that stuff. You talk about the defense, here's what happens. If Lamar Jackson doesn't play, I think the Ravens defensively, they dial up the pressure like you have never seen on the young quarterback because they know they got to produce turnovers and they have to give Huntley a short field. This is an interesting and compelling game. Coming out of this game, I know a lot more about Justin Fields and just where he is in his development. And I feel like he's trending the right way, but, man, the Ravens are going challenging. Because remember, this is a team that absolutely throttled Justin Herbert. Be a good test. Good test. Yeah, the Ravens, one of many teams as we go through the slate today, Bucky, going, I don't know what team they are at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do know uh, Rashad Bateman expected to go. The loss of Hollywood Brown, though, is huge. Uh, oh, for yeah. the Bears, you've actually seen Cole Komet's name beyond a Twitter thread of why don't they throw him the ball. Uh, and Darnell Mooney's going to have to be huge. Why? Allen Robinson expected to miss this one. Hamstring injury. Damian Williams also out. Knee and calf. But they do have David Montgomery back uh, to go alongside Herbert in the backfield. So bright spots. And for Justin Fields, starting to let him move outside the pocket. Yeah, let him move around. I mean, why not utilize all of his talents in, in, in those things? Uh, he is everything that I think we thought about thought that he would be coming into the league. Very talented player. He's shown the mobility. He's shown the arm talent. Now it's about trying to find a way to unleash him within the confines of Matt Nagy's offense. They're doing a better job of that in recent weeks. I would like to see them put more layups in their package like we've seen the Patriots kind of litter their offense with layups to give the young quarterback confidence. But I think it has to be exciting if you're a Bears fan to see this quarterback continue to blossom right in front of your eyes. Yeah, as long as it's not the, those words you said, Matt Nagy's offense. <laughs> but it is. It's Matt Nagy's offense. He's the Keep guru. him away from a microphone. <laughs> and, and He's the guru. You, you use the word guru very liberally, my friend. All right. <laughs> the Ravens are five-point favorites in Chicago. Uh, threat of rain. That's one of the things to look about on the landscape today. So uh, if you're in your fantasy mat- matchups, you're, you're looking around. Uh, you've got a lot of rain potential. Right now, just overcast, 
uh, but threats later on this afternoon. Okay, so rain changes thing because then it makes it a ground and pound game. In the ground and pound game, it makes you lean towards the Baltimore Ravens with or without Lamar Jackson just because this is what they do. I'm going to go with the Ravens, but I expect this to be a nip and tuck affair, and maybe it comes down to Justin Tucker being able to knock down one of those patented long-range kits at the buzzer. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I'm feeling. It's, it's a Justin Tucker game, but I'll take the Bears plus the five for sure. Would not be surprised to win the game outright, especially with Lamar oh, fighting to whatever, Bears. to wherever he's at. No, Whoa. I'm not picking him to win. I'm not Bears. that silly. The Bears. Losers of four straight. I can mm. go through all the negatives. Okay. I Hard. mean, I could play, I could have I Chris you. play I like 35 you. quotes I feel like from Matt Nagy's press like this availability the, this week. I feel like this is a classic hard over head right here. You picking with your heart? Not no, your I picked. Head. I, I just picked mm-hmm. him to beat the spread. I didn't pick mm-hmm. him to win the game. But I felt like you did that because you're just kind of like covering your bases. But deep down inside, you want the Bears to also. Well, with no Hollywood you, you Brown, where are the big plays coming from? Right. So why just stand out there? Stand out there and just say it. Like no, I did it once with Patrick on. Mahomes. No, I'm not having it on. If Matt Nagy's still in charge, <laughs> if he was back in protocol and Bill Lazor was running the show, I'm I'm with you. I got no confidence in the coaching <laughs> regime there. Get me all fired up, Bucky. <laughs> Terrible. Holiday weekend and get my blood pressure going early. Come on. All right. <laughs> He's at Bucky Brooks. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Time to turn it over to Isaac Lowenkron. Find out what's trending in our sporting universe. Frankly, I'm kind of disappointed that you're turning it over to me now. It looked like you hit a raw nerve right there, Bucky. And I was... <laughs> well, he basically called me gutless. Just said, hey, be a fan. Greatly And I said, no, I'm an analyst. I'm a realist. <laughs> Could you technically maybe merge the two and be a fanalist? I like that. I've been hurt okay. too many times, Ilo. I know. Oh, man. I had to roll out a couch over there into that studio and charge you, you know, 150 an hour. See if uh, insurance will cover it. This is, uh, this, this, is, this is something we've struck here. And then, oh. and then they turn to this <laughs> other quarterback. No. All right. All right. What's going on, Ilo? Hey, you know what? Super Bowl 20. There you go. I'll make you feel better. Yeah, Super great. Bowl 20. Great. Let, let's turn back to my youth. Yeah. Maybe that was the uh, the breaking point. Was, was, that was as good as it got. Was a little while ago. That's <laughs> 1985. right. 1985. Uh, all right. Well, st- speaking of teams in the NFC North, Tom Pellicero reporting this morning that Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers will start today against the Minnesota Vikings despite a painful toe injury that limited him to only about 15 reps in practice on Friday. College football Saturday night, number 23 Utah hosted third-ranked Oregon. And at the end of the first half, Utah's Britton Covey opened up his punt return planner. It's a bad punt off the side of the foot. Covey's going to take it at about the 22-yard oh line. Boy. Here he goes to the outside, Britton Covey. He's got the 30. He's got the 35. He's got the 40 up the sideline. 50, 45, 40. There he goes. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Britton Covey, 78 yards. At the end of the first half, Bill Riley, the call on Learfield as Utah won it over Oregon 38-7, ending the Ducks' college football playoff chances. In the NBA Saturday night, the world champion Milwaukee Bucks defeated the Orlando Magic 117-108. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 32 points, 20 rebounds. Finally in soccer, Ali Gunnar Solskjaer is out as the manager of Manchester United. Mike and Bucky, back to you. Thanks so much. I like, you know what was great about hearing that special teams play? <laughs> what was great about that? We could go out on YouTube and find when that used to happen in the NFL. <laughs>
I'm sorry. Was that cynical and cynical enough for you on a Sunday morning? There you go. All positivity uh, radio here, Fox Sports Radio, Fox Football Sunday. Uh, we're going to get to this next game really quick. I just have one question to ask. Dolphins versus Jets. I thought he was going to skip it. Uh, Dolphins, winners of uh, two straight. Three and a half point favorites on the road at the New York Football Jets. 44 and a half is your total. Actually, I have two questions about this game, and they're, they're related. Number one, why? And I think you understand it. The parenthetical is Joe Flacco. Mm. The other is, is Robert Sala over his skis? Ooh. Ooh. Those are two, two really good questions. Uh, I think one. Let's answer the second one first, because then that'll lead us to the answer to the first one. Yes, it appears that Robert Sala is over his skis right now because they don't appear to have a direction. First, it was Zach Wilson, our franchise quarterback. We don't want to bring in a veteran because he has it. The only way to get better is by experience. Then Mike White has his experience. He electrified. Oh, so we feel like we give him the best chance, so we're going to let him do his thing. We keep Zach Wilson on the sideline. And now we're at the point where Joe Flacco is a better option because they brought, quote-unquote, Joe Flacco in for these moments. And I, what exactly are these moments? When you play an NFL defense that blisses a lot, to, we want Joe Flacco to be the guy. Um, yeah, Robert Sala's indecisiveness. His uncertainty to me is problematic because how can you develop a young quarterback when the head coach is all over the place? I don't know. I don't know what's up with the Jets, but I'm worried. And I'm worried about Joe Flacco and this offense being able to move the ball because the Miami Dolphins have uncovered something in that heavy blitz package where they're bringing everybody. I don't like this. I think we're going to see Mike like White it. early in this game because Joe Flacco over. sure as hell ain't getting away from that blitz. Over, over, over under on uh, Joe Flacco making it to the second yeah. quarter before he taps out. Oh, he'll be gone. Oh, I think he'll be gone. Wow. I mean, otherwise he's yelling hot route and just throwing the ball at people's Look feet. Out! I mean, that's really where we're at, right? Yeah. The cover zero. Because, uh, I mean, part of the explanation folks are trying to make was, well, he's a veteran and he'll be able to do the blitz. Well, we watched, and, and all the numbers are there. I'm not going to mm-hmm. read them all because that, that's boring. Suffice to say, he's about a 50% completion rate. Even last year in the matchup against the Dolphins was absolutely overwhelmed. So isn't this a spot where you'd learn more about your young quarterback by throwing him in against the defense that's throwing the kitchen sink as opposed to a guy who's just a placeholder pin cushion? If you have – look, if you feel like the young quarterback has confidence, you're playing because you want him to experience it because you can't run from this kind of stuff. He's going to see it and see it eventually. But if he's not wired the right way, this can certainly crush his confidence going forward. We'll see. We'll see what it does to Joe Flacco. Typically, (laughs) pressure and hits change all quarterbacks. I don't care how long you played in the league. It's impactful. And so – We'll see how these guys are able to survive and maybe even thrive against the pressure. Miami minus three and a half. Mm. I'm going to take Miami. Yeah, I'll I'll take Miami too. Uh, Again, Jets, league worst, minus 15 in the turnover differential. All right, we got some catching up to do, uh, some long expository uh, writing and talking uh, to start the show with some of those big games right off the jump. But don't worry, uh, there are some duds on the slate of week 11. They all count just the same, though, buddy. We celebrate all 272 on this program. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harbin. This is Fox Football Sunday. Coming up next, the return of a starting quarterback 
against his old coach. One of the great storylines of the week plays out for us next year on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my bro. <laughs> Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back in. It's Fox Football Sunday. We're revved up. It's a week 11 
in your National Football League. Obviously, a condensed week as well. We get all our games today, and then you get three on Thursday. We just talked about the Bears uh, playing the Ravens. Yes, we're treated to Bears-Lions on Thanksgiving Day. Um, We'll preview that later on, unless we won't. Uh, But let's get back into the games of today. There is one uh, that stands out. Why? Because of a unhappy reunion. Let's talk about it. Washington versus Panthers. Locked and loaded. All right, so Panthers, Cam Newton, uh, no no surprise. He's starting. They paid him a bunch of money to try to bring bring this ship in and try to get towards the playoffs. Tepper doesn't waste any time or finance to do it. Uh, Three and a half is the line. Uh, The home Panthers are favored. 43-year number. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey being back does wonders for your offense, but they're still trying to figure out how to get DJ Moore involved. Six straight games without a touchdown. He's been under 75 receiving yards in each of those. Uh, Cam comes in last week, produces two touchdowns. Washington coming off the huge victory against Tampa. Uh, That was their Super Bowl because they lost Chase Young in the process. Montez Sweat out with the jaw surgery and, and everything going up front. But for Cam Newton against Ron Rivera, Rivera had the chance to bring him in, didn't in Mm. Washington, went through a number of options, and now Cam gets back home to Carolina, and lo and behold, his first start, the Washington football team. Yeah, no, this would be interesting. Um, I firmly believe Cam Newton is a different player due to his time at New England. I believe that we've already seen a different style of leadership that Cam is exhibiting in the return to Carolina. Now, that doesn't mean that he's going to play like Super Cam at his heyday when he was the MVP in 2015, but this team needed a little energy, needed a little juice. Cam Newton gives them that. Now, it may only be a one-game deal because this Washington football team this game against Washington is personal. Ron Rivera, Scott Turner had an opportunity to pick Cam up when he was on the streets. Never even really brought him in for a workout. Never showed any inkling of bringing him along. So imagine, Mike Harmon, you an MVP for a coach, a coach who you might have been chiefly responsible for all the accolades that this coach has received, mm-hmm. and he can't even bring you in for a workout, much less bring you in to maybe jumpstart a new program. Bucky, he that chose the lot. neck beard over him. He did. He did. He chose Fitzpatrick. He chose Kyle Allen. He chose Tyler Hank. Guys, well, that but then he brought Kyle, Kyle Allen from Carolina. All these dudes who were your backups in Carolina are good enough to be a part of the program, but you're not. Oh, yeah, this is personal. Maybe for one game, maybe Camp can turn back the clock and show us some of that specialness because, man, deep down the side with all those emotions, you know he's going to bring his A game. Cue the David Bowie. We could be heroes just for one day. I'll take Carolina minus the three and a half at home. McCaffrey's presence absolutely immense. Oh, absolutely. And offense. And does. look, this this stadium is going to be electric down at Bank of America Stadium. Cam is giving away fifty or so tickets to try and get people more into the game. So yeah, this is giving the Panthers. Giving the Panthers outright. They're going to get it done. Pretty clean injury report for this one as well. So that works. All right, next. Right, 49ers versus Jaguars. All right, Jaguars are going to get uh, our man James Robinson back in the backfield. They are 2-7 and seven on the season. San Francisco sitting at 4-5. and five. Uh, Elijah Mitchell is out, so you'll have a hodgepodge of running backs. Uh, good luck guessing which guy is going to have the lion's share of the carries. Uh, this one, San Francisco winners of two of their last three. Jimmy G 
Doesn't have to be spectacular. Mm-mm. Just get the ball to Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and let them make some plays. Uh, when we look at, at this one, Bucky, you know, you, you look at the Jaguars, and if they were any other team but the Jaguars, we'd probably pay more attention to what Trevor Lawrence hasn't done this year like we've done all the other rookie mm-hmm. quarterbacks, but it's kind of a throw your hands up uh, for the rookie year that it is. The 49ers, uh, despite all their awards, six-and-a-half point favorites on the road, 45-and-a-half your total. So here's, here's the thing. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars might be catching the 49ers at the right time. Short week coming off an emotional win, have to travel from west to east and play an early game. All of those things certainly aren't in the Niners' favor. The issue, I don't know if the Jaguars are talented enough to slow down the Niners when the Niners play the way that they played on Monday night with the running game. This would be a huge test. I'm going to go with the Niners on the road just because I believe the Niners know that their their backs are against the wall. If they drop one to the Jaguars, all the goodwill that was built up by that Monday night win goes out the door. I think Kyle Shanahan finds a way to get his team focused. I'm going to pick them to go on the road and get a big win for figure out how to play bully ball one more time. It is a good spot for Urban Meyer, certainly. Uh, As you say, the emotional letdown, perhaps. But getting back to 500, now you start to chip and think maybe you can get to the back end of that that tournament. And if you're you're the Niners, all you're doing is think about getting into the tournament. You get into the tournament, you have a chance. The running game, the complexity with all the misdirection motion that they do, it gives them a chance versus everybody. And I think that is enough motivation for them. Hey, we can get to 500. We get, we have a chance to make a run down the stretch. All right, we got a lot of games to get to. We're a little behind on the down and distance, but let's let's just stay in, in with this game uh, instead of giving the next the uh, short shrift because there's some good talking points out of New Orleans, Philadelphia. We'll get to that coming up in about 10 minutes. Kyle Shanahan. What do we feel about Kyle Shanahan as a coach? Because it started to burn a little bit a couple of weeks ago, right? You started having all the nepotism and all those words were starting to get thrown up. For someone who we love and celebrate as an offensive guru, there were some critiques that were beginning to come out about, hey, we love this guy, but look at his record. His record certainly isn't up to snuff as a great coach. But I think he's good at what he does. I think he could stretch out his, his zoom a little more macro-oriented, make sure that the defense and all that stuff is running together. And then, uh, to me, I think it's keep it simple. Don't try and feel like you got to out-scheme everybody. When you have a run game and all the weapons that they have, just kind of figure out a way to get it done. Yeah, I think part of it, you've, you've got Ayuk, you've got Debo, and you've got Kittle. you got three guys that can make plays. Don't forget Juchek. Don't forget Juchek. Well, you, you, we weapon, all, yeah. you know we always love the fullback coming out and making some plays as a runner and receiver. So opportunity there. But certainly the curiosity when, when it starts to go wrong. What I would want is an investigation of the training facility right like them in the charges we always ask why do they have more injuries than everybody else new orleans philadelphia next here on fox fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live busy weekends are a breeze with american express platinum card 8 a.m wait to board plane in the centurion lounge <sighs> much better 2 p.m grab seats for the game 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Oh, we're going in the Wayback Machine talking vintage football, vintage football video games. And sometimes meeting your heroes, the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, that all goes in. Come on in, have a seat, grab a cup of coffee and hang with us. We're going through the games of week 11 in earnest. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. You find him at Bucky Brooks. Find the content all over the place. You're talking Amazon uh, on Thursday nights. You're talking Fox Sports Digital here, Fox Sports Radio. You see him on FS1 paying a visit, taking the scout and, and well, the five years in the NFL perspective and, and adding that all up into a big algorithm of oral goodness to get you ready for each game. How's that? Yeah. Is I that like a good it. sell job? Did, that's a very good sell job. I love that. Get in there and sell, sell, sell. No, I we've look, we've got some great games on the horizon today. We've gone through a couple of the big ones already. Uh look, back half of the season, right? It's now all those games you you've got on tape. So in theory, you know the identities, but you also, as we just talked about with San Francisco and Jacksonville, the last game we went through, Bucky, uh, you've seen where Teams can jump up and sting you if you don't come to play your games, right? Jacksonville yeah. beating Buffalo is something that every team that plays the Jaguars is going to be like, they beat them. 
Yeah. Right? They're your league leader in turnover differential, and the point differential between what they score and what they give up is astronomical. They still went out on a Sunday and beat them. Let's not be those guys. Yeah. Let's not be those Bills is, I guess, the mantra going forward. Yeah, no, I think I think that's the thing. I think it has to be everyone has to understand any given Sunday. If you don't show up with your A game, you can get knocked off. And we've seen numerous examples this year. And I think now more than ever, the parity in the league makes it where if you don't play well, it's hard for you to win just on talent alone. You got to make sure that you take care of the little things. You can't turn the ball over, can't have a ton of penalties, and you can't allow big plays. You got to find a way to generate big plays. Uh, those things happen, you win games. And so each and every week, we'll see. We'll see if these guys can hold up. Well, that's, that's just it, right? Now, it's also the war of attrition, as mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into some some big names missing uh, in action this week as well. So, uh, And then some of the chess matches being played because of the early start to Week 12 and teams that are on the playoff periphery trying to make sure that they're also looking at the long game and, and not you know hurting themselves long-term by maybe being foolhardy and doing something rash. Arizona's the team that comes to mind most as they try to figure out, do they push Kyler Murray back on the field or not? Mm-hmm. And that's Colt McCoy most likely gets yeah, the third the start pause. is what we've been yeah. reporting. Obviously, they've got a week 12 bye, and they're not playing just to finish out the the string, right? They are playing for, for big stakes at this point. They went all in. Obviously, J.J. Watt is out. But the idea being that there, there's you know different ways you have to approach this back half of the season if you're in contention. Yeah, you got to approach it differently. And I think for the Cardinals, um, you think long range, long term vision. What do we want to look like at the end of the year? Yes, we can we can sit here and we can play them and we can win. But will that hurt us where we have injuries that we're having to deal with throughout the end? The smart play is even if you take a step back, it will enable you to take two steps forward forward down the end and so the smart play is hey let's just see if we can get through this one without him we have the bye week coming up and then when we come back man we tried out a whole new team because ultimately you want to be playing your best ball down the stretch you just got to survive in the middle of the season i guess the the question then falls out of it is how important is home field advantage right you only have one team getting the bye week mm-hmm. in the playoffs i mean how much of it is it's, it's, yeah, it's important, important to go at that with everything you've got. Yeah, it's very important. It's very important that you can secure the number one seed. What you have to do, if you're looking at the landscape, if I'm the Cardinals and, and, and what I'm doing, I'm looking around, okay, who the Packers playing? They're playing the Vikings. They may win. Okay, who the Cowboys playing the Chiefs? So that might put them back. Okay, well, the Packers, when we can control some of that against them, we may lose the tiebreaker because of A.J. Green's blown assignment but that's that's fine we'll we'll see where we're at we may not be able to get there so let's just step back let's make sure we get our quarterback back because we feel like we can beat anybody when we have our quarterback healthy and playing well i just think you have to put the long-term interests of the team yet you got to make sure that's the priority over everything else i did really enjoy that you just brought brought in the social media aspect of they knew the assignment right there <laughs> and applied it to A.J. Green. All right, let's get back into the games of Week 11. This one's interesting to me. Saints versus Eagles. And maybe I'm the only one. Saints at 5-4, and four, Philly at 4-6. and six. They've yet to win a game at home. Mm. They're 0-4 at home. They are three-point favorites at home. 42, the over-under. Miles Sanders returns. Go figure. 
Hey, Nick Sirianni, actually, in the last couple weeks, Buggy, realized that outside of Jalen Hurts scrambles, the they do allow you to run the football in this National Football League. I think he watched too much of NFL Network, Fox, and ESPN, and everybody else. Like, yeah, we, we like that guys can wing it around, but, but running the football is still allowed. It has mm-hmm. not been outlawed just yet. So over the last couple of weeks, we've seen them run the football very effectively. Jordan Howard signed off the street, practice squad. Hey, come on up uh, and run. New Orleans, no Alvin Kamara. Again, the chess match. They've got a game Thursday. So you've got to try to figure out how to best leverage that. Mark Ingram will be your leader for Trevor Simeon once again. Uh, With Jalen Hurts, the jury's still out on what he is long-term, I think. There's some playmaking ability, but does he have the guys around him or is it on him? Six games with fewer than 200 passing yards this year, including three straight, but... He's got eight games where he's rushed for over 40 yards, so helping to change the, you know, field down and distance there as well. But the fact that it actually turned to the run game a little bit more important. But how does he navigate that New Orleans defense? No, here's the thing about the Philadelphia Eagles. Three straight games where they've had over 175 rushing yards. They are really becoming one of the more dominant teams when it comes to being able to run the football. And when you run the football, it does a couple of different things. One, it gives you an identity. Two, it gives you a level of toughness because to run the ball, you got to be willing to punch people in the mouth. And then finally, it allows you to control the tempo of the game, alleviate some of the pressure on your defense. Since the Eagles have kind of turned to this formula, they've been a more difficult team to defend. And so I'm going to say that Jalen Hurts is perfect for what they want to do. I'm not saying he's Lamar Jackson, but he gives them that Lamar Jackson type centerpiece in the middle of this, I guess, modified single wing offense that they're running. I like it. I think it can be effective against the Saints because the more pressure you can put on the Saints to have to chase points with Trevor Simeon and or Taysom Hill, the better. I like the Eagles in this. I think the Eagles found a way to get it done. Grind the football. I really thought you were going to throw the Rocky quote for the New Orleans defense. How hard you can get hit, get back up, and keep moving forward because that's how winning is done. See that what I did there? I yeah. did that is how. Nicely, yeah. nicely done. Yeah. But, yeah, that's I mean, we look at the, the passing game for New Orleans. I mean, Callaway's at 350 yards. He's essentially your leader with no Michael Thomas. Troutman's their third leading receiver. He's got 32 targets on the year, Bucky. Yeah. Not exactly a prolific offense, even when Jameis was there, right? He had that five-touchdown game to start the season. That's really it when it comes to fireworks. And Trevor beat, you know, was able to clean up, and they beat Tampa Bay. I I like their attitude, but I don't know that there's enough playmakers. And if Philly can inflict their their will, one and a half is the point point total in some books perhaps all the way out to three so i'm gonna take philly to win the game at home yeah i'm with you on that fly eagles fly get them to five and six and uh well chaos ensues uh as it were all right next this one's a short one texans versus titans yay the texans are back on the field do Mm. i need to say anymore no jeff driscoll (laughs) is moving to tight end yeah, I saw that. That might be the best headline they've had all year. Yeah. Former yeah. quarterback. Hey, you want to move? You want to play in this league? Yeah, move on. Uh, ten and a half is the line at home. Obviously, Tennessee cruising right now, beating playoff teams from last year left and right, Win winners of six in a row. Still, that loss to the Jets is like the Buffalo loss to Jacksonville going, how? Why? How does this happen? But 
Houston, 1-8. and eight. I mean, it just go down the line. The current leading rusher with Mark Ingram gone, Phillip Lindsey averaging 2.7 yards per carry. I'd really hope that uh, yeah. Brandon Cooks would get himself traded so he can go play some meaningful football, but right out the string. Right out of the string. This is a tough one. Tennessee Titans take care of business. Uh, Texas may give a, a, a better effort than we think because we see it every week. Someone rises up, but I, the Titans are too mature to allow uh, the Texans to kind of sneak this one. So what you're saying is you like that uh, hook on the back end that yeah. maybe Houston hangs around? They hang around. Enough for that one? Yeah, enough to make it competitive, maybe. I'll say it's a two-touchdown game. All right, let's get to another one of the marquee games. My name, my Colts versus Bills. All right, now here we go. It's one of the the great games on the schedule today. The Bills giving seven as we sit here early Sunday morning. 49 and a half is your total. Bills still can't necessarily run the football very well. Doesn't matter. Explosive plays and a defense that's very stingy. Fewer than 15 points per game allowed. League best in turnover differential. Colts right behind them. Why Mm. Carson Wentz taking care of the football and the run game? It really comes down to this. Can the Bills' defensive front slow down Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line? Man, it's tough. It's tough. These teams play squared up in the playoffs, and I feel like the Colts felt like they left some meat on the bowl in that game. Uh, There's a ton of confidence. Jonathan Taylor may be the best running back in football. When you can run the ball, it gives you a chance. It comes down to Carson Wentz and which Carson Wentz is going to show up. We have seen him. There are times where he melts under pressure. He melts under the heat lamp. We'll see a left-handed throw. But today might be the day. Today's day. I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts on the road. Look at you. I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts on the road because I feel like Frank Wright has a way. He just finds a way to get it done in his old stadium. He finds a way to kind of throw out a vintage performance. They find a way to win. Over under on how early in the game they show Frank Wright and his uh, uh, comeback. Second quarter. Okay, so second, second quarter, quarter, which means the Bills up. have already dominated Carson Wentz. So now they're making the comparison that Wentz has to channel some of his old coach. Bills <laughs> in a route. Bills mafia flying through tables in the second quarter for me. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. This is one uh, we did the I Watch Reflex podcast. Dan Byer and I. You can find that Apple Podcast, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you get your audio. It's like Jonathan Taylor's a guy that this week, I mean, obviously you're playing him. He's going to have a heavy workload, but he looks like a, a mortal mm. for one day. Now, obviously, I could read through all the Titans injuries, and I show you this page, Bucky. How many names do you think are on that list of out? One, two, three, four, Ooh. seven, nine, like nine guys. And questionable with the chest injury is Jack Rabbit Jenkins. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to get his name in. Uh, I will take uh, the Bills to take care of business. As we continue here on Fox Sports Radio coming up, uh, we'll get to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers trying to stop the two-game slide. Antonio Brown will get Bucky's opinion on that story that ruled the day for a Mm. bit. Uh, And then Steelers Chargers next on our horizons. It's Fox Football Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for being part of the family. Set an extra place at the uh, table because I'm ready to gluttonize this holiday week. Let's go. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 
6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, bro. <laughs> Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back in. It's Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. Having fun with you going through the games of week 11. That's right. Set those fantasy lineups. Get those waiver claims in. Work a little earlier before kickoffs today, right? Start thinking about week 12 because you got three games on Thursday. And let's face it. Once you're in a tryptophan-induced coma, all bets are off. So do the work early. Plan the work, work the plan. At Bucky Brooks, you find him on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Let's get back to our games as we look at Tom Brady. Losers of two in a row and everybody hitting the panic button. Giants versus Bucks. Then the schedule maker said, let there be the Giants. Mm. That's really, I mean, should be something that cures... Uh, your ills uh, as you go through, Bucky. Uh, we look at the Buccaneers, 11-point favorites at home, 49-and-a-half the total. Antonio Brown, why does the man pay his bills? 
That's not football. I mean, it's football related because he's not playing. He's still hurt. But now you might have an investigation potential for fake vax cards and this whole thing, and now the league as a whole has to start wringing their hands. Just always something. Like, the league is just hoping that it will go away. (laughs) Just will it go away so you don't have to deal with it. Yeah, man, AB and this stuff is just, I don't know. It's just just weird. It's just such a weird deal. Um, Well, Well, let's get just back to the football side of it. With him off the field, Godwin and Evans I mean, and trying I, to figure out who else. Yeah, they, I mean, they're still, they're still obviously talented enough or whatever, but what they miss from A.B. is just like that dynamic playmaker as the third wide receiver. And so when you have the third wide receiver being a Hall of Fame caliber player in A.B., you always have an advantage in terms of matchups and those things. Tom Brady really feels comfortable with A.B. and without Gronk, without A.B., it just kind of makes him a little bit out of his comfort zone. And so we're just going to see what this looks like. Um, I expect them to play well without him, but at some point they need him back because he's kind of like that X factor that allows them to go from good to great when it comes offensively. Gotten away from things offensively, uh, you know, again, down distance and game situation. Leonard Fournette, such a big part of the early success of the season. Last couple of games, 8 for 26, 11 for 47. And so you haven't been able to get him running downhill, which obviously changes things on the back end as well. For the Giants, uh, well, you're looking at their running game. Saquon Barkley, limited participant in practice, ankle injury. Devontae Booker with the hip. We'll see what they are, if they're able to go later on today. And potential for success, Vita Vea isn't there with the knee injury, right? I mean, that, mm-hmm. that looms large on the defensive side of things. But otherwise... You got a, a pretty clean bill. You mentioned Gronkowski being out for the Giants. A couple of injuries in their back seven. Ryan, Ebner, and Carter do rise up. You said 11-point spread, 49-and-a-half your total. Mm. Mm. It's tough, man. You know, the fighting Joe Judges, they are a very interesting. Ah, see, connection. there's the first one of the day. Came a little later than I thought. Yeah, fighting. To, the, yeah the Joe Judges, they, they get after it. They played them tough. I think because they played them so tough last year, they get the full attention of the Bucks this year, and they take a beatdown. The Bucks get back on track. I concur. Let's, let's the beatdown commence. And then all that Tom Brady is done talk. Goes away at least for a week. Oh, yeah. Right? It's that pendulum of, hey, they've lost two in a row. Get those Tom Brady takes out. Oh, it goes back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Next. Steelers versus Chargers. Roethlisberger cleared. They flew him out yesterday, so you will not be subjected to Mason Rudolph uh, in prime time. Uh, 47 is the total. Chargers, six-point favorite. A lot of injuries on the Pittsburgh defensive side of things. Bucky, uh, no Joe Hayden. TJ Watt still out. The two huge losses right there. Minka Fitzpatrick is banged up. So, opportunity, and we've seen from the Chargers, Mike Williams was fantastic for a month. He's disappeared. He's got uh, the Harry Potter invisibility cloak <laughs> walking around because even Justin Herbert can't see him. Yeah. There this, you go. Nerd reference. Yeah. Um, by all accounts, you normally would count the Pittsburgh Steelers out in this situation, right? They got too many injuries. They just played poorly against the Detroit Lions. Uh, how would they be able to go on? And, and knock off a, a, a Chargers team on the road. 
here's the thing. Whenever you count the Steelers out, they kind of find a way to rise up. This is one where I feel like they play a classic Steelers game. They make it ugly. They find a way to win it at the end. And then on Monday, we're going to talk about how did the Steelers do it because this is a game that the Chargers should win, but somehow they don't win. Give me the Steelers. Steelers getting six, five, three, and one. You mentioned that game against Detroit. We'll, we'll get back into that as we do, uh, preview Detroit's matchup a little bit later on. Chargers at five and four. Again, with Justin Herbert, you've, you've seen well, you've seen him take some of those sophomore uh, regression to a degree, trying to find some big plays in that offense, and certainly defensively, uh, they've been banged up a little bit. I, I think it's a lot of Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have to wing it around, and when he does, we don't want to watch it. I mean, we've seen it. I mean, go back to that Bears game. The couple of throws that he did complete were terrible. Uh, I mean, that was Peyton Manning at the very end before he walked off. Yeah, he's he's very limited in terms of what they did. They need to be able to run the football. They need to be able to get it on their terms. Najee Harris, magic number is 25. Needs to have more than 25 touches. Combination of runs and throws. They do that, then Pittsburgh is playing the way they want to play. Steelers on the road. Give me uh, Mike Tomlin to get a victory, even if he continues to defend the idiotic taunting rule. (laughs) He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Football Sunday. I'm going to editorialize the hell out of that one because it's the worst rule going, especially if they're going to keep calling it. It's about the kids, though. Yeah, it's it's all about the kids. Now you're going to feed me Matt Nagy lines to try to drive me nuts. I appreciate you. It was very mean of you uh, to do that right here. All right, next game. We've alluded to it earlier. Still some principles out. Cardinals versus Seahawks. Boom. All right, Cardinals. Uh, Colt McCoy going to be in line again. No DeAndre Hopkins. And, look, Kyler Murray, it's not definitive, but let's call it what it is. He ain't going to play. No, he's not uh, going to play. They have a, a bye week next week, so he's out. The, the larger question, I, I think – because we, we we like that squad still. They've got some injuries. Buda Baker's banged up. But overall, you're still looking at a squad that you have belief. As a whole, they get Kyler Murray right. Christian Kirk, all of those weapons, Edmonds, and he's banged up. He won't play today. But between him and James Conner down the stretch, if they're ready to go, you've got enough balance in the offense in the NFC to be a contender. The other is in Seattle. Three and six, shut out by the Packers last week, 17-0. Uh, Russell Wilson, the question of whether he returned too early mm. from the injury. What is, like, because you, you're all over the place, right? People guessing yeah. how severe is an injury and what how it affects the grip and delivery of the football. Is it just an injury? Hey, get out there, numb it up, and do what you got to do. Like, all, all, I heard everything from former players and broadcasters all week. Hey, Bucky, give me give me your best guess as to what he went out there with from a percentage basis last week. Uh, I would say, man, maybe about 60%, 70%. Very, very limited in terms of how he wanted to, to, to play the game. Here's the thing. They didn't score a shutout first time in his NFL career. So this is a huge game for the Seahawks in terms of just trying to get back on track. Can they get back on track when – Russell Wilson may not be at his best. He has some limitations because of the, the finger. I don't know, man. Like, I worry about the Seattle Seahawks team in general. I well, think, that's the thing, right? The offense wasn't the prolific camp. to start things. You've got two playmakers. Carson goes to the injured reserve now. So any semblance of running game that you'd hope to have, because they keep putting duct tape on that. Yeah. And right? That's, that's and, that, and they haven't issue. done anything on the offseason to address that at all. That's the big, that's the big, that's the big thing, the running game. 
the lack of running game, as much as we want Russ to cook, they need to have enough balance to be able to allow him to cook the way he needs to. And so it's just one of those situations that's tough for the Seattle Seahawks. I think they play a really, really good game because they're in front of the home fans. But I just think the Cardinals are a better team. It's a better team, and I think the better team wins. Colt McCoy getting it done. I, I picked it on Friday. I have really no thrust towards it. Just feels like with Colt McCoy and the the ship going there, even though they've got some injuries in the back seven and are not very good Seattle's defense, still from a scoring perspective, you know, they're ninth best. I don't know what that means on a grand scale, but when we look at Arizona, Perhaps you can make one play with DK Metcalf as long as he doesn't get himself thrown out of the game again. Uh, so and then try to get himself back in. I like chaos like that. Unless I don't. But either way, I'm going to take Seattle to win at home in front of the home fans. we got three games left to go, Bucky. Uh, a big one uh, that we've alluded to earlier in the show. We'll get Chris Perfett's view on the fun and excitement that is the Detroit Lions. And then we've got an NFC North battle to finish it all off. But first... Let's kick it over to Isaac Lowenkron to give us the updates of what's trending. Hope I'm not guilty of over-exaggerating, over-hyping, but yeah. coming up at the end here, we're going to have one of the greatest highlights we've ever played really? on these airwaves. I hope I'm not over-hyping it, so we'll just wait and see on that. First, we begin in the NFL, though. Tom Pelissero of NFL Media reporting. The Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers! will start today against the Minnesota Vikings despite a painful toe injury that limited him to only about 15 reps in practice on Friday. In college football on Saturday night, number 23 Utah played host to third-ranked Oregon. What a night for the Utes, particularly at the end of the first half. This is not the highlight I'm referring to, but it's still pretty good. Here he goes to the outside, Britton Covey. He's got the 30. He's got the 35. He's got the 40 up the sideline. 50, 45, 40. There he goes! 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Brent Covey, 78 yards! Bill Riley, the call on Learfield. Utah won it 38-7, ending Oregon's college football playoff hopes. In soccer, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer is out as the manager of Manchester United. Finally, here we go. In the NBA Saturday night, the Utah Jazz won at Sacramento 123-105 to in a game that included an, how can I put this delicately, unique delay. Here were David Locke and Ron Boone on KSL. Some guy is so drunk, maybe. Yeah. Oh, boy, he is. Oh, no, and he just threw up all over himself, and he has, oh, no. It's all over him. Isn't it? Oh, my gosh. That is the, oh, oh that is so horrendous. <laughs> Literally a guy in the front row of the arena tonight just was too inebriated. Oh, no. He's literally sold a Buick. I would not want to clean that up. Oh, no. <laughs> this is horrendous. We are currently delayed because Ralph showed up in the front row. There you have it. <laughs> Now let, let's. Can you save that for me as well for when Ralph Irvin's next with us on uh, during the week? Oh, Jason the possibilities are endless. Because because here's the thing. Here's what I wanted to ask you guys. So Ralphing, Ralphing is a well-known term for what that unfortunate fan just did. But I had never heard the term "sold a Buick." To, yeah, I don't uh, know that one. I, I that, that's a new one. Yeah, so I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that one. That's a new one. Well, on that note, back to you. It's pretty good. I guess the only one that I mean, I like the 
the honesty of the moment, right? They took it in stride. I think the only guy that could have done it better is with he's got a lot of practice at crazy moments, Kevin Harlan. <laughs> no, nobody does a fan on the field. No. That guy's drunk. Oh, he's shirtless and he's going, you know, going insane. <laughs> Obviously not screaming like Kevin Harlan in the moment. And then, you know, his tag team partner, you just hear him laughing uh, in the background. <laughs> but no, that's really good. I, I mean, missed really that one. That, that's a good uh, addition to the show. Yeah. Ilo, you did not oversell that. Yeah. That's, so that's, well done. That's a good at one. Isaac Lowenkron, where you find him on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Bucky at Bucky Brooks uh, for all the goodness. We've got three games left uh, of our week 11 run through here in the National Football League. And then we'll we'll close it off with some Thanksgiving notes and, and others as, as we finish out the hour. And then, obviously, if you have any sit-start questions for your fantasy squads, get them in. Get them in before I try to fight. LAX. Maybe I'll chronicle that live. Although I, I don't know that I can legally in certain places as you get through the airport, but we're going to give it the old college try. Let's get back into the games. Bengals versus Raiders. All right, let's get it on. The Raiders trying to avoid that second half slide that was, well, the hallmark of the John Gruden, Derek Carr era. They are looking at. A, a difficult proposition here, the Bengals, because we're trying to figure out who they are uh, as well. Uh, Raiders, one and a half point home dogs. 50 and a half is your total in this one. Injury report, fairly fairly short for this. The Raiders, uh, Kwiatkowski, mm-hmm. Nixon, and Ingold are out for the Bengals. A couple of questionables, but otherwise, coming full to bear. Uh, we saw the Bengals, right? World beating one week and then collapse. Don't know what they are for the Raiders. Josh Jacobs did practice, but I would expect you see a lot of Kenyon Drake alongside him. And then Yannick Ngakwe, or Yannick Ngakwe, depending on who's pronouncing it. The Ngakwe is always consistent. His first name sometimes uh, drifts on folks. Uh, But either way, he's got a back injury, but did practice. But keep an eye on that uh, as you flow. I've heard a lot of folks wondering about holding calls, not holding calls. Look, officiating this year, we all stipulate, has been bad. You have to play yeah. through it uh, and just not give them a reason to throw them. And certainly for the Raiders, 5-4, and 3-2 and two at home, 26th in total D. Cincinnati, the back-to-back losses, the Jets, and then that embarrassing effort against the resolute Baker Mayfield. I mean... And now here we are in Week 11. This is, this is a tough one because, I, I mean... Neither team has momentum. The Raiders have looked bad the last two times. They've run out on the field. The Bengals have, uh, look, they, they, they played well early, but then once the world found out and started celebrating them, they kind of took a step back. This is a Bengals game, though. The Bengals have more talent. They have more guys that can give you problems, particularly on the offense. Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. Uh, when Joe Burrow is in his rhythm, this is a tough offense, and that offense is just enough to give them the edge. Tough, competitive game, competitive game in Vegas. But give me the Bengals. I got to think that defense that we were looking at early in the season during the bye week, yeah. they got reintroduced to tape going, what did you guys do for the first seven weeks that suddenly you stopped? Yeah. Because they went out and got beat up. Like, it wasn't just they lost. I mean, the, the game against the Jets, the, it was like watching these fight movies, and they took that first blow and never recovered. 
And like, all right, game's over. Uh, and then certainly Cleveland punched them in the mouth. Obviously, they run the football well, but Baker Mayfield made a couple of big throws yeah. uh, to take them down. I, I got to think the defense with all of the chirping that's been done against Derek Carr, that maybe they try to grab some of that momentum and get him off his game early. And I don't know how much this offense, I, I, Hunter Renfro's been fine, but Henry Ruggs, and we talk about that horrible situation off the field, but him off the field really changes what they can do offensively. It does change everything um, because they don't have the ability to stretch the field. They brought Deshaun Jackson in, but he's not what Henry Ruggs was to them in terms of just a big play. Deshaun ability. Jackson. Yeah. Come on. I, I said he was. He's not the same. No, thing. no, no. I, I, no, but I'm they just saying. Him. They I'm, I'm just. That's, to that's my on air critique uh, to, of, you know, trying to fill that he had void. A big fumble. He had a big fumble a week ago, so they don't have the stretch of building. So now they're, they're back to playing half court basketball, can't put, push the ball down the field. And so it's an issue. Huge issue. Holding Huge. the ball and taking hits. Uh, I'll take the Bengals. I think you're on the same side. Yeah. I'm yeah. there. Bengals. All right. All right, we got two games left. I mean, I guess this next one we can kind of do quickly, but I want to get Chris Perfett. We'll get Chris Perfett's mo- notes on it now. So let's do it, and then we'll we'll finish it off. All right, 80. Lions versus Browns. All right, our guy, uh, Browns, 11.5-point favorites over Tim Boyle and your Detroit Lions, 43.5. You're over under. Jared Goff now out with the oblique. You got a tie. Ties good. I mean, I it's a start in the right direction. Yeah, ties. I'm fine with ties. I watch enough soccer. That's you know, true. That not every tie is the same. And I look. If they had had their starting kicker that game, they probably win that game. So it comes down to Ryan Santosa, who converted like, you know, about a year ago from a punter to a kicker, who kind of mm. muffed it, muffed it pretty bad. And now he's no longer with the Lions. Uh, <laughs> Tim Boyle's college stats are not great. Three seasons at UConn, one touchdown, 13 interceptions, minus 122 career rushing yards. Then drops down to uh, FCS Eastern Kentucky, and uh, 11 touchdowns, improvement, 13 interceptions, stays the same. Actually got three years worth in one, and uh, 6.5 yards per attempt. Obviously not ideal. I know a lot of Lions fans have been eager to get past the Jared Goff experiment already, but... You got Boyle for today. You got Boyle for Thanksgiving. And on the flip side of it, Lions are going to be without Trey Flowers. It's a pretty bad rushing defense that they have to deal with. And the Cleveland Browns have Nick Chubb. He, Nick Chubb uh, does return to action. How, how is Nick? How's Tim Boyle in the league? Well, that's how a whole other question. How, how, He's been he was squirreled how, away with the on like a Packers depth chart for a while. How, how is he in the league with those stats? How, how do you make a team? He looked good on tape. People keep warm-up. looking at his arm and thinking they can my develop gosh. something out of it. Yeah, and he's gonna start twice. Where's my man David Blau at? He hurt. What no, about David? He, he's fails. on there. They they have not gone to David Blau. They have skipped over him completely. It's For Tim Boyle, kind of a mystery. Oh jeez, gosh. Man. Is this the Joe Flacco situation? You go out and get beat up. <laughs> I guess he's the. Pin- <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's the pincushion. Maybe he's the pincushion for the week. All right, can, can they beat the 11-and-a-half-point spread, Chris? 
Uh, never say never where uh, the fighting Campbells are are uh, involved. But, All right. So yeah. there you go. He invoked the fighting li- Campbells. Look, I like the fighting Campbells, and look, Dan Campbell took over play calling a week ago. They ran the football successfully. Maybe this is what they can do. I think it's a huge game for Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Baker Mayfield still hanging on. He's trying to play despite all the injuries so he can get his contract extension that I I don't know. I don't know if that's coming, the big one that he wants. I think he's um, going to get franchised. Oh, we're going to stretch him out. He's not getting – hey, it, 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 they should look across the field and look at what happened to Jerry Goff and the Rams and know that if they do that, if they give Baker Mayfield that big deal, it's the same thing coming for them. They got to string him out. Play defense, run the football. When oh, you've yeah. asked Baker to do things – Really hasn't been able to in those I mean, think about how we celebrate. Jarvis Landry's calling him out out for not getting the ball to him. And he doesn't run any route beyond 12 yards. No, everyone's a lot of frustration in the building. He only throws the running backs and tight ends. So, fantasy tip, get any Browns running back and tight end because that's who catches the ball. A lot of Nick Chubb and Ernest Johnson today would be my... My yes, guess. A lot. Heavy dose. So, look, I'm going to go with the Browns to win. I, I'm looking for the entertainment from the Lions. Tim Boy. Oof. But that's Oof. the thing, right? Ten and a half, eleven and a half, and you're just like, Whoa. I can't even go there. Like, Man. it's a big number. Huge. And you love how the fight and gamble. See, we keep using that. They do fight, man. They're just so fighting. He said it, though. I should have saved my Joe, the fighting Joe judges, because at least Dan Campbell said they were going to bite kneecaps and eat toes and fingers (laughs) and all that other stuff at his initial press conference. They might have to to be in this game. Spirit is willing, but the body is getting pretty battered at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if he went over and kicked Nick Chubb's ankle to see in (laughs) pregame, to see if he could slow him down, you know? Now that's coaching. I mean, that's better than Mike Tomlin hanging out on kick returns, I guess. I mean, just, just kick his ankle and see, just see if you can slow him down. Hey, Nick, how you feeling over there? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, it's, it's been a, a rough week with the Falcons, and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the season. I think they're, they're, they're lucky if they're going to wow. do anything this year. They won four games. Yeah, but I mean. That's more than you can expect, right? Yeah, but I mean, a lot of those games came down to field goals, and I mean. They all count. Yeah, but that defense, Bucky, is so bad. I mean, it's pretty terrible. It's terrible. When you, when you're, when you're, <laughs> it's pretty terrible. When you're bringing out a, a beaten up Matt Ryan against, it has to say, okay, go out there and throw touchdowns. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, can I get some defensive help? No, you can't get that. He hasn't had that his whole career, so I'm just. Yeah, well, I'm, we did I'm, get to see Josh Rosen throw a pass. Oh, yeah. There you go. There's another Thursday rewind. See, I was trying to spare you to pay him. That's why I didn't bring you in when we started the show with the Thursday rewind because – Psychologically, that game, you just want to flush it, right? That's one of those games you never want to see the game film on again. <laughs> that's a turn of phrase that's been used a lot this year, I've noticed. Well, no, that is true. That is true. It is, it is a Jaylen sports Hurts, cliche I, that is came true. up a couple weeks ago. It's, uh, it's been around. Yeah, there's no question about it. Burn the tape. Burn it. Burn the, uh, bury the ball. I think that's what they do sometimes. They, they go to the facility. Yeah, and Lions they, buried the tape, I think, after the Eagles. Yeah, you, no, you, take, right. you, know, you take the ball, you just dump it in the, the grass somewhere and pour a little dirt on it. Start over. Okay. I mean, it's only so many graveyards, that, so many so many plots that we can put in the back of the, <laughs> the, the, the facility. The Lions, man. <laughs> it's so one many. of those you walk in. I watch a lot of crime films. I like, mean, oh, have, man, we find, we're finding stuff everywhere. The dogs are going insane. That have, would be the Lions. We're going to have plots selling. all over 8 Mile, like just everywhere. Insanity. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Garman. You heard the voices of Nick Battaglia and, of course, Chris Perfett doing his Lions analysis at Chris Perfett. 
uh, and Pride of Detroit. Coming up next, we get to that final battle of Week 11 in the NFC North. Some great stats that Nick uncovered, and we'll see if they can hold true one more time. That's next here on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. <laughs> CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon, Bucky Brooks with you. Hey, real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. At Swollen Dome on Twitter, find Bucky at Bucky Brooks. Uh, thanks to the crew making it sound so good today and chiming in. Uh, the 
highlights from Ilo at Isaac Lowenkron getting ready for another Chargers game. Uh, they've got the Steelers later on, one that got to be interested to see, you know, what the Chargers are at this point because you'd expected such growth. Uh, the Rams are off this week, so we don't get to see how they respond to getting punched in the face a couple of times uh, here in recent memory. Uh, but only two teams on by the Denver Broncos uh, and the Rams. Well, we'll preview the Vikings and Packers in just a second. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater and the business decision. I had no problem with it. I think it's the right move. Uh, why Why was there such an outrage? Well, well, that's an outrage because we fancy ourselves as ones who want everyone to give everything that they have, play hard, go after everything. It means the most. But then we get mad when guys go down. We saw a couple of years ago when – God, was it Cincinnati Bengals? Andy Dalton broke his thumb. Yeah. It was a good team. Good team that was trending the right way going into the playoffs. And then you have to play A.J. McCarrying in the playoffs because he was a tough guy trying to make a tackle. We've seen other quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield is dealing with a shoulder injury because he tried to make a tackle. You know? Yeah. Cam Newton mm-hmm. made his business decision. Yes. Yeah. Chris Perfett bringing that one yeah. back. On yeah, the, the, one so, that he's always going to get killed for. Yeah, but... In general, live the fight another day. I mean, look, if he can make it, make it. But I've heard people talk, hey, you're paying a guy $35, $40 million? You ain't asking him to make tackles. You ever seen Peyton Manning and Tom Brady? When, no. When they sit around and, like, someone's coming after them in the pocket. If someone even gets within two feet of them, they feel like they're going to say they just fall down. No, you got one of those toys in the other room, you know, where you push the base of it and the legs go down. That was Peyton Manning his entire career. <laughs> Turtle down. <laughs> Live to see another day. All right, last game. Versus Vikings. All right, we're going to do this one obviously very quickly as we are up against it. Uh, we're looking at the Packers. You've heard the Aaron Rodgers injury update. No Aaron Jones, but that's fine. You've got A.J. Dillon for the Vikings, four and five. Kirk Cousins playing efficient football. Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison in the backfield, and obviously Justin Jefferson, a handful. Packers third in the league, giving up just 18 points per game. Something's got to give. And Aaron Rodgers has owned Mike Zimmer. I'm going to go to Packers defense. Packers defense has been playing lights out. They are the reason why the Packers are at the top of the charts. I'm going to go with them. doesn't matter what Aaron Rodgers does. This defense is locked down. They've only given up 34 points in the last three games. Let's go to Pack. Pretty interesting with no Smith or Jair Alexander, yeah. and they've been able to do this. But I'm going to call him to rise up one time, and he's going to burn me again. I'm going to take Captain Kirk to win this game outright. Oh, good luck with that. See, I love the exasperated <laughs> side. Uh, have a great week 11. And happy Thanksgiving, folks. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. 
Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. You You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.